So like obviously YouTube has been around almost it's like the only really long lasting social media platform that like people still use. Mm -hmm. But there was a video that we saw a billion years ago by this actress who will remain nameless. I'm so sorry. I can hear my boyfriend's video game. Oh, <laughs> like through no. my headphones and everything. I'll be right can back. you? Oh, that's wild. It's so funny. It didn't start until, until we It's started. so funny because I, I mean, I couldn't hear anything. So that's just funny that you could pick it up. Yeah. Anyway, there was an actress on the YouTube that we found at some point in our senior year of college. And she was doing a monologue, which is actually like a monologue in a real movie. I can't remember what the movie is called, but Shrek. it's. But it's a 30 second clip. And this one I know for a fact I have and I can <laughs> wow, send it to you. You will not be interrupted. <laughs> no, I will not. I need to get this story out. We only have 30 more seconds. <laughs> We're on a timer. Yeah, so it's a monologue from Shrek. And it starts like, it's nothing. It's stupid. Do you remember the red shoes? Like, it's like this whole thing. But she says it in like the weirdest fucking inclination in the entire world. Like her... What she's emphasizing is ridiculous. The cadence is off. It's so off and it's hysterical. So we used to quote it all the time, right? In college. And then fast forward a couple of years, we're living in Chicago and one of my really good friends does a show with that woman. (gasps) (laughs) Literally. It's amazing. She just resurfaced in our friend group or like our friend chat a while ago. And I looked at one of this actress's TikTok. She's like an older actress. She's not famous or anything. And... (laughs) I like looked at one of her videos and she followed me. <laughs> nice. I'm nice. famous. Anyway. You're famous because she's the object of your ridicule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This all to you. say that like we, I'm just a horrible person. That was like a long winded way of me saying like I'm mean to innocent people. I don't know. I think repeating someone's funny inflection. It wasn't meant to be funny. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. It wasn't, but that's 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 why we're bad people because it, it she was being serious. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to defend you here. No, don't defend me. Just let me die here. Let me die. As <laughs> a garbage an actor, person. You make choices and you just <laughs> She did. She made some choices. The choices she made out of context sound yeah. very funny. No, they're hilarious. So, there you go. You're a good person now. Thanks. I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. It's the Rom Complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, I'll meet you at the meet cute, wearing a meat suit. That's a suit, it's made out of meat and you. person thank you for telling me that i uh, my therapy appointment got canceled so it's nice to hear that from somebody i'm so sorry i used to love when my therapist would call me wise and dude (laughs) it's this is the first my my original therapist never really like i mean she obviously gave me like validation and stuff like that but she never really said i'm so proud of you or like anything like that this one does all the time and i'm like what is that no what what is that is my therapist hot now (laughs) Do I want to bang my therapist? That's actually totally normal. Happens all the time. (laughs) 
I watched The Sopranos. I know all about it. <laughs> I trust you. Well, we're not talking about The Sopranos today. No. Yet. <laughs> but not we, yet. We're talking about Dirty Dancing, colon, Havana Nights. <laughs> I thought you were going to call it Dirty Dancing 2. A Dirty Dancing 2. Too Dirty, Too Dancing. Too Dirty, Too Dancing. It is called, it's also referred to as Dirty Dancing 2. There are a lot of similarities in plot. Yes. Patrick Swayze does show up as his... He does. I, I don't think they give him a nope. name, so... Nope. They don't. He's just like a weird cameo. Yeah. He, it's technically him cameoing a character who could be Johnny Castle. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Cash. I was Me like, too. Yeah, no, still. <laughs> still, yes. <laughs> Every time I say Johnny, I don't know what's going to come out as the last name. Sometimes it's right. Sometimes I'm saying Johnny Bravo. Sometimes, you uh, know. The I, only Johnny that matters. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. Oh, mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Elvis, this takes place around the time Elvis was doing his thing. <laughs> Excellent segue that I cannot <laughs> fact check uh, because I do not know what year anything was. This takes place in well, 1958. I do know that. So this is before the original time yeah. frame of the <gasps> It's Dirty that Dancing 2. That makes too. so much sense, The prequel. Though. Oh, wait, that's right. So that's Johnny Castle. as So a it is Johnny Castle as a dance instructor before he goes to Kellerman's in the original. Wow. <gasps> wait, that just made things way make way more sense, specifically for his cameo. No, it doesn't affect the plot of the rest of the movie. Interesting. It is funny that he is... Much older. <laughs> Somehow Much. between 1958 and 1963 or whatever <laughs> the next one was, he somehow... Aged 30 years? Yeah. De-aged from however long it is between 2004 and 1987. Yeah. yeah. Se it's, um, seven, 27 years. I don't think I'm going to be I don't think I'm going to be able to get over this Shelby. I I genuinely don't. I've seen this movie and the original Dirty Dancing so many times and I never pegged this movie for taking place before. I I lost words. I can't. You can't. Folks, she can't. I can't. So Shelby's going to the rest of the episode it's all Shelby. It's all me. Great. I love that. I just did a Twitch stream for two and a half hours and that's all me people type stuff back but it's just me talking anyway <laughs> cut that out james cut that whole part about cut the that out james <laughs> maybe no maybe keep it who knows so yes dirty dancing havana nights takes place in 1958 in cuba cuba okay so dirty dance first of all before we even get into this okay get it get into it before not yet get into before it this movie came out this movie came out in 2004 so 2002 2003 time I was a mall rat. I hung out at the Hell mall yeah. all the time with my friends, my little 13-year-old friends. Wasn't? We were looking out all the cool stuff and hot topic that we couldn't afford. Teenage dirtbags, we baby. <laughs> we were doing all the fun stuff. We were yeah. eating a pretzel, maybe, if I had money for pretzel some money. reason. Yeah. If I had pretzel money. At some point, this guy pulls me and my friends, Michelle and Angelica, aside while we're at the mall. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those guys being like, oh, do you want to come do this survey or whatever? And we'll give you a dollar each. I, I literally think it was a dollar. I love that. Okay. The guy pulled us in. And I think maybe my friend's mom had to give permission because otherwise I don't think they could just bring 
three 13 year old girls into a back room. Like I kind of thought maybe they thought we were older and I don't know, but now them thinking about it, we were probably the demo age for dirty dancing. Yeah. Havana nights. (laughs) Yeah. So they took us back there and they showed us a preview for this movie, dirty dancing Havana nights. And they're like, would you go see this movie and stuff like that? We're all like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is my mom paying for it? Or like, you know, we yeah, were exactly. Just like, Who's paying? <laughs> I was. I. I had never heard of the original Dirty Dancing. Like, I was mm. too young. You know, but I hadn't really seen it. So right. It was like anyway. So I've always thought about this movie, but I had a much different image of it. I, for some reason, I thought a little. I was seeing all water and nighttime mm, and mm. like blue tones and stuff. That's how I remember the preview. Right? It's very, like, red and orange and yellow. And, like, it's got this kind of faded look to it. It look Honestly, it looks like a TV movie. It looks like a made-for-TV period piece. about that. It does, <laughs> it does have that, no offense, Hallmark, cheap look to yeah. it. Actually, that's not true. Hallmark has better quality <laughs> these days uh-huh. than this movie. Wow. Ooh, not me defending Hallmark. Anyway, yeah, it does look really cheap. Yeah, it's just like there's some kind of filter over it, or the film yeah. looks a certain way where it's like, it, this just looks like it was recorded for like Hitchcock Presents or something like that on TV. Yes. That all that being said, I think this is a really great, I think this is a really fun movie if you're doing chores at the same time. Yeah. This is a good chore movie. I folded laundry to this. So I kept, I would pause. I would go grab my laundry and uh-huh. bring it back, you know, keep watching, fold while I'm watching. Dude, I loved this watching experience. That sounds I had a 10 great out of 10. time. Yeah, that sounds great. I actually sat and watched this movie. I didn't do anything, but I was already kind of sitting. So like sitting in and of itself is kind of like a chore. That's like your thing. Sitting. Yeah. You <laughs> sitting. really like that. You know, I just love to sit anywhere give (laughs) give me a surface i'll sit on it well forget sitting have you met dancing because that's what we're here to talk about hell yeah i was going to actually segue it into thank god i was seated because when diego luna (laughs) pops his little baby face oh my god onto that screen i could have fallen if i was standing thank god i was seated listeners for context sam texted sam watched this before me she texted me diego luna is a smoke show he's so cute and so i put it on and i'm like that is a boy that's a very cute boy boy child Listen, I'm thinking about it in the context of where Diego Luna is now as a person. It's kind of how I feel about Chris Pine when we talked about Princess Diaries 2. Like, he is very clearly a child (laughs) in that movie. (laughs) But I'm thinking about him in the context of, no, this man is actually age appropriate. Right. And this is this is you. It's like you're looking at your date's baby pictures. Yeah. It's your fantasy date. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, you can tell what a handsome young man you're going to grow into. And he is so good in this. He's so charismatic. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm blushing just thinking about it. He seems like so much fun to be around. And just like this whole time, he's either got this kind of blank, dopey look on his face or just like this fun, big smile because he's dancing Mm -hmm. and enjoying it. And I'm so freaking cute in this movie. (laughs) Like, just so cute. Yeah. I, I can't like this. He's the reason I watch this movie ever. Fair. I think Romola 
Geir. What's her name? Yeah, sure. That's how you say it. I don't know. It's I. It's spelled starts with a G. Gerai. 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 Yeah, something Something like like that. that. She's really good too. It's like funny that like Diego Luna's a Star War now. He is a Star War. And I'm like, I don't. What is she doing? Nothing. Is she in anything else? She's in some other stuff. I think she was in Atonement. Like, I think we looked it oh, up. Oh, she was. That's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. She she plays like the teen Brian teen version. Yeah. Probably never going to talk about that movie on this podcast. Too sad. Too sad. Indeed. <laughs> Maybe sad. So anyway, our young Katie Miller, yes. senior year of high school, her parents, her dad gets some job in cuba yeah so, so they relocate them and her sister Susie or susan or something Susie, yeah they all go down to cuba they all go down to cuba this is obviously before castro takes over like it's a historic a little a little slice of history for your dancing sex movie you know what i mean like you want sexual heat and yeah. and a mambo and they're like hey we're also going to give you some political shit and some current events of the time period this is what you wanted right this <laughs> this is you want this <laughs> this is what you wanted yeah you did uh, and it starts off with your favorite thing the voiceover which we know you love and it even okay it does the I same thing like, as the first one yeah and i feel like it did it because the first one did but it's mm-hmm. like you don't need that. Take that away. Listen, how are they going to know that she was uprooted from her life in America to go down to Cuba? Literally one conversation. <laughs> no, 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 Shelby. That's not how movies work. Okay? You can say one thing in the car. <laughs> she'd be like, I don't know why you took me away from my senior year, right, dad. No, or, her, or her mom could be like, you know, I know you're not happy about being uprooted like this, but I hope you don't spend the whole time with your nose in a book or whatever, you know, because she's like brainy. There you go. Set up relationship with her mom. You set up yeah. that she's a brainiac. You set a up brainiac. a brainiac. Yeah. You set up that she's unhappy that she was run rooted. How much narration did it require? Zero. And they did. It was like longer narration it for was. this one. It was too. longer than it was longer than the original because you had to give the historical context. No, you had to give the fact that people were mad about the current president and that yes. there were rebels and that you know Fidel Castro was coming. Did she say all that? Because I didn't pay attention to a single thing. She did briefly mention a little a little snippet of Cuban <laughs> history. So then we they're staying at this like hotel or whatever. And yeah. we are introduced to the white people. Uh, oh, yeah. The white people. So we've got January Jones is there. Yeah. Some guy, some white guy who yeah. clearly immediately has a crush on Katie. Right. Even though her sister's like, she's a nerd. And <laughs> first of all, fuck her sister. Right. <laughs> like, well, immediately. Immediately. Because then a server comes over. I think mm-hmm. like Katie knocks into him or something, spills some drinks. And the, her sister freaking calls him a, la- a racial slur. She de- I mean, he does. Yes. Stri- right off the bat. Immediately coming in hot. And this is the first were, like, like, few minutes narration of narration about history and racial Bam. slur. Racial slur. <laughs> All in the first 10 minutes. And this was 2004, but like, come on. Yeah. Anyway, she's like, maybe there's like being realistic or whatever. But then like, we can see the racism, you know? Yes, like, it's very... You've got the typical setup, right? Because you've got all these white American people at this hotel, right? 
and all of the servers and like the the service class is clearly like native cubans mm-hmm. what i will say just on the top on the topic of race i do really really love that you see such an array of skin colors and mm-hmm. tones in this movie especially when we're in like the at like the cubans area <laughs> obviously yeah. they're all white at the hotel but everybody else you see such a an array and I'm like, oh my God, this isn't great. This is yeah. it's more black people than we saw in the first Dirty Dancing. And I For love sure. it. I mean, I imagine that represents the population of Cuba better. Yes. However, what does not represent the population of Cuba is Diego Luna, who is a yes. Mexican actor. He is a Mexican actor. <laughs> this is correct. This is correct. Just just putting that. That was out actually there. when I watched it this time, because I haven't seen it in a real long time. When I watched it, I was like, Diego's not Cuban, right? <laughs> it's not Cuban. Like, to be completely fair, he does a really good job in this movie. As and, someone yeah, who fantastic. is, like, Hispanic, specifically from a Caribbean island, I was like, damn, you've got it, bro. Like, you you, you can do it. I'm, I'm giving him a pass. <laughs> I give him a pass. Yeah. Anybody else from the Latin community can fight me on it, but I'm giving him a pass on this one. Well, you know, I'm obviously, you said it. What more could I add? Nothing. <laughs> from a white perspective, do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how, tell, let me tell you how what I think from a white perspective. Everyone wants to hear that. They're dying for it. Yeah, we don't get enough. Um, <laughs> so Katie goes to try to like make up with yes. Javier and like make sure he doesn't get in trouble for spilling mm-hmm. the drinks and she wants to pay for them and stuff. And the guy's like, no, it's fine. And Javier's kind of like, I don't need your pity or whatever. Yeah. I don't Fair. need that from yeah. you. Don't be nice to me. Yeah. White people. Right. Well, because he doesn't trust it. I mean, and right. Fair. No, of course not. And he shouldn't. It, we we see that dancing runs in her family. Her parents were dancers and her mom like gave up dancing basically so they could have a family. So there's already that dance background. We know she's interested in dancing Mm-hmm. She's wandering. She goes around, tries to find stuff to do after school and stuff, wanders around along, finds this little street dancing party. Yeah. And who's dancing there? Our boy. It's our boy. It's our boy, Javier. Javier. And, and he's, he's having- dancing <gasps> with all the rhythms that you could. Uh, listen, he's doing things with his hands. He's doing things with his hips. His feet, those are doing stuff. <laughs> don't ask. Listen, don't ask me the color of anything <laughs> that I've seen. Okay? Just don't ask. What was he wearing, though? No. I, I could tell you. Too much is <laughs> yeah, what I can mu- tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that skinny boy? That skinny teenage boy? He grows up to be a Star Wars. It's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes, she runs into Javier and... He offers to walk her home. She got left by the bus is what happened. She gets left by the bus from school. So she has to try to navigate her way back to the hotel mm-hmm. by herself. That's when she comes across Javier and he offers to walk her. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. He's like, you're going to get lost. Like, let me take you. Mm-hmm. While they're having this little walk, they walk by a little group of Cuban singers who are singing a song. We don't know what they're saying, but it angers some police that come by and they yeah. start beating people up. And Katie and Javier have to run. They end up getting separated, but they have to like run away from the cops. And this is when Katie's like, hmm, 
think we're on the wrong side here. Because, like, her parents are saying something like, you could have been abducted by rebels or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I don't think it's the rebels I have to worry about. None of this inflection is what was happening. No, that's exactly how she said it. (laughs) What if they re-release the movie, but it's just me (laughs) doing every part? You should. (laughs) I'd watch that movie. I would watch it, I don't think it's the rebels we have to be worried about. (laughs) Yeah, and that's... And then I'm going... Yeah, yeah, because you obviously have to make sounds while you're dancing. Yeah, otherwise, how would you know? Yeah, nobody That's knows. That's how I dance. I have to put my own personal style. In yeah, it. even if there's music playing, no, the music that you comes out of your mouth. That's the music that's important. Some march to the beat of their own drum. Mm. I, I do 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 to the beat of my own mouth. Mm. I dance to the beat of my own mouth. There you go. <laughs> That makes sense, sort of. <laughs> we love to see it. So anyway, uh, Katie gets keeps getting asked out by this rich boy. And yeah, he's He annoying. invites her to go to some club ball thing. It's like a country club, which a country I don't understand. It's like a country club, but it's also like a dance. Like, it's not yeah. just... When I think of a country club, I think of like a dinner service and like a green, you know, like out somewhere out there in right. some lakes and stuff yeah but this is like a full-on it looks like a sock hop if yeah. you will when i think of a country 50s. club i think of a employee appreciation dinner <laughs> true you know what that's not that's not a bad it's not a bad thing to a wedding with. for people who never moved out of their hometown got it bingo a retirement party for yeah. an old banker there you go oh i yeah. think the old banker might go somewhere swankier you think swankier. no i think old banker like to me they feel very like cliche so i feel Is he like a banker stick. or like a bank teller <laughs> like you never no, really like a made bank, it very like high. a banker no he's like he like made it high but he doesn't have class you see okay, so okay. he's he just too goes new to, money <laughs> he's got yeah he's got to go to the club you know you can't just well, this is not what that is. Boy, we're really riffing today. We're really, we? <laughs> but it's, you know what? The energy is flowing. I know. This is what people pay for. This Just is kidding. what they pay for. They Wait. don't pay us yet. This is free. Yet. <laughs> so anyway, she keeps getting asked out by James. She finally accepts because she wants to go out. And then she's also invited to La Rosa Negra by Javier. Yay! And she's like, oh my god, I can't because I'm going to the country club. And he's like, oh, have fun with your white people. That's exactly the dialogue. That's yeah. precisely what he hey, says. we should work on this project together where we I reenact we this. I could be Javier, you could be Katie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like this. So she ends up going to the country club and like meeting James. But she also borrows a dress from her housekeeper, who is a Cuban woman. Uh-huh. And it's it's more this like tight, sensual and like body. Thing. It's like a bodycon dress, but in 1950s fashion. Because their dresses, the other girls there, they're more like square. Think like Stepford Wife. Yes, they're attire. definitely more uh, like proper kind of right. conservative. Correct. So she's drawing a lot of attention. Right, because she looks freaking great. Yeah, <laughs> like she draws a lot of attention. Because the women there, January Jones and her friends, mm-hmm. are, like, jealous? Or, like, it's one of those, yeah. like, they don't like her. Right. She's not like other girls. She too. could do literally anything and they would be upset. Right. She doesn't conform with them, so they automatically don't like her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But she's having, you know, a good time with James is that that's his name, right? Yes, James. Until is his name. like the girls invite them to like an after party thing or like some mm-hmm. other party, and Katie obviously doesn't want to go with them because those no. girls suck. And she's like, "Oh no, we're we're going to the Rosa Negra, La Rosa mm-hmm. Negra." So James, of course, is like, "Yep, that's where we're going." Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot which is cool because i think katie had a surprising amount of agency her character in this movie for Mm -hmm. a a, i keep wanting to say made for tv movie in 2004 yeah Uh, (laughs) so i you know it's it's good to see she makes decisions she does Mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. and they go to the club and immediately javier is there to greet them obviously dancing he's He's all the welcome wagon right and he's like you know do you mind if i dance with your date you know we also have to point out that not only is he immediately there to greet her he is there and he is sweaty he has been just picture in your mind's eye anyone listening just see that image for me because it is beautiful a sweaty man okay comes to you while you're there with some fucking square ass dude okay and he says oh let's dance and then ooh. Ooh, baby, the sparks are flying. And then okay. you're both sweating. I like And that. that's what sex is. Wait. <laughs> I, wait, that's what it is? It is. I know. Common misconception. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This changes everything. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so they dance, of course, and it's very mm-hmm. sexy. They're having a great time. James is watching like, Ugh. and then he starts getting razzed by Javier's brother yes. and his friends who are not fans of the white people. Mm-hmm. Fair. 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 But they're willing to not be, to be not very nice about it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're more rebellious. Right. And so James is like, let's go. So when <laughs> yeah. they done their dance, they do that. That's my part. I guess I'm playing James. You're James too. Yeah, yeah. He leaves them. They leave the club, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah, I know. In the car, James tries to feel her up and assault her. Yeah. And rips like a strap off her dress. And she like has to beat him away. Yes. <laughs> What the fuck? Immediately. What the fuck? We were like marginally on his side up until this point. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He was just not great. You know, he was just like, oh, he's mid as the kids as the kids (laughs) say. Right. He's mid. But then he did that. And I was like, what the fuck? And she can't say anything because I don't know if we established this earlier, but James is the son of her dad's boss. Right. Her dad. So like they're kind of already trying to like or her mom is trying to make marriage happen. You know what I mean? Like she's she's like, this is it. This is your future husband. And then he's not great. And she goes back into the club and she finds Javier, who (laughs) knight in shining armor, obviously. What did he do? He sees this ripped strap and he's like. Where is he? And like, yep. start. She has to like pull him back. I'm like, yeah. Dude, people wonder why the "Who did this to you?" trope is so popular. <laughs> because it's so fucking who hot. Did this to you. <laughs> so good. And she does the thing where she's like, "It's fu-. She's like, like no. Yeah. I took care of him basically. Right. Right. And it's good because uh, that's probably what I would t- do too. <laughs> If I would be like, no, don't beat up that person for me. Yeah. But but I do appreciate 
I would let him beat him the up. The offer. Uh, yes, you would. I would. 100%. I love that for you. Listen, I don't like violent men, mm-hmm. but like, like defend me one time. That's right. it. Just one time <laughs> I want to see you beat the shit out of somebody to defend my honor. Yeah. And then I'll probably marry you. Probably. You hear that, listeners? It's that <laughs> just easy. So easy. Listen, someone's just beat gonna, someone up. Someone's going to try to kill the president and be like... Not this one. I did it for Sam Frontera. Don't do that. I didn't say kill. I just said try. Or seriously injure. <laughs> right. You know? Right, right, right. It's fine. Just once. Anyway. But then you'll have something in common with Jodie Foster. So it's like, you know. I mean, who doesn't want to be like Jodie right? Foster? Exactly. So he walks her home because he's a gentleman. And they're like walking on the beach and it's like late night. And he's like, like, oh, I can't. He's like, I can't go past the gate, basically, because staff isn't allowed to fraternize with the guests. I wonder why that's a rule. And who is lurking in the fucking little cabana tent things and sees them coming home at a late hour? Fucking Susie. Susie. And her fucking friend. Idiot. Yeah, what? <laughs> so she goes and blabs that they mm-hmm. were together. Right. Even though nothing happened. Even nothing nothing happened, happened between these two. And gets Javier fired. Mm-hmm. Straight up fired. Yeah. That's messed up. It's fucked up. No really remorse either. So she walks into a room. There's dance lessons going on. Yeah. It, there he is. Johnny there, Castle. Johnny Castle. Giving dance lessons. The very he's, young Johnny Castle. <laughs> um, he's letting everyone know. <laughs> it's just he's so much older than he was in the first one. No, I know. But that's not even the funny thing, too. It's all, it's extra funny that he already looked too old in the first <laughs> one. <laughs> so now you're like, oh, he's younger, but he just looks way older. <laughs> Guys, what are we doing? Anyway, call Hollywood. Get this, <laughs> Get this taken care of. CGI yep. him. We could probably they CGI need, him at they, this point. We need to go back in time. Yeah. Easy. Call us in the future when we have invented mm-hmm. a time machine. Yeah. So he's giving out, like, he's letting everyone know that there's this dance competition. Anyone who's brave enough can enter. Yes. And Katie's there standing at the door, and he sees her and is like, "Do you are you going to enter? And she's like, oh, I'm not good enough. And he's like, mm. oh, I've seen you practicing. Because there was earlier, like, she was practicing Latin dancing in front of her mirror, and right. Javier walked in on her. It was very cute. Yeah. And, yeah, her body was doing all kinds of things. It wasn't um, good, yeah. It was very fun. Because right. it's clear she has rhythm and she knows how to move, but it's just really fun. You know, it's fun because she's like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Very fun. So then Patrick Swayze like pulls her in for a quick dance. And he's like, oh, you should enter. So when she finds out that Javier got fired, she goes looking for him. She goes to his house, talks to his mom briefly, who does not know that he has been fired. Right. And then his brother shows up and takes Katie to Javier because now that he lost his job, Javier is working at the little junkyard where they steal cars and take them apart and sell them and I don't know what right those guys do, but it's something <laughs> like that. And the tension with that relationship on Javier's side is that like his brother also doesn't approve of this relationship mm-hmm. because the way they see it, the gangsters who killed their dad. Mm-hmm were there because of the money they were getting from all the white people. Yes. So he's like, it's their fault right. that our dad is dead. I don't see how you can date one of them or right. like dance right. with one of them. Whereas Javier is very much like, 
she didn't do anything. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's other and people. he's like, I need to have a job to live and I mm-hmm. don't want to go around shooting people. I don't think violence is the answer. Not that, for, I mean, to be fair, Javier wasn't out there, you know, causing revolution to happen. That's true. But he had a different role in life. He did. He had to Dancing dance. Dancing with Katie. <laughs> there was, on Christmas Eve, there on was a Christmas dance Eve. A dance competition. The top three from that competition get to move on to the New Year's Eve dance. Right. Where they have the chance to win $5,000 for the first prize. Yes. 300. And a trip to America. For the second prize. Runner up. So. That's kind of a very big difference. Right. But (laughs) it convinces Javier. He's like, okay. Somehow they're like, well, I know how to do ballroom. You know Mm -hmm. how to do Latin. So combine it and we'll do Latin ballroom. Which is yeah. not how it works. No, she says that the competition was already Latin ballroom. It was a yeah. Latin ballroom competition. But her whole thing was, I know how to dance professionally. And you know how to dance well. So if we combine that, we could win. Yeah, because he, he there. I think he has a line where he's like, I don't. Something about like he can't do the thing, and yeah. she was like, "But it's it's Latin ballroom. You we can just combine what we do, and you will fucking win." Right. So I guess he's the one who's not a dancer, but still no, because he's the one teaching her how to move the way that she how needs to move to. better. Yeah. Right. It doesn't seem like she teaches him much of anything. He just learns. She the teaches him how to have posture. How to have posture. They're having a hard time. She's having a really hard time learning to move. And then even when she does finally learn to move, like they go to the club and stuff, they're dancing. Mm-hmm. It's just something about it just feels off. They don't have the connection that they should. Right. So at some point, she they're like watching videos of her parents dancing. Mm-hmm. And somehow watching her parents dance allows her to find her sexuality. Yes. <laughs> because she was then- like, listen, when I think of sex, there are only two people I think of. Yeah. my parents and they're doing it with each other yes right now (laughs) oh my god yeah so they are dancing there's like this video playing it's it's really nice it's because it's dark so it's like Mm -hmm. these are teenagers they're like 17 18 years old alone in the dimly lit thing dancing it's hot of a projector screen yeah it's romantic for a a teen you know still hot now i'm an adult i still say that's hot yeah Absolutely. I'm just like imagining being there. It's like, yeah. So, of course, you can see that they're like feeling each other Mm -hmm. then. But then they're interrupt. Like someone comes into the garage and and they they break apart. Stop. (laughs) They got to stop all the sex they're trying to have. Right. Well, they do it. They get to the day. Katie enlists fucking James to help her cover lie lie to her parents. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically because she's like, "Hey, if you don't help me with this, I'm going to tell everyone you sexually assaulted me." (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's a fair threat. Fair, but I wouldn't trust him to do anything. That's true. He did. He did apologize to her. I guess he was like, "I was drunk. I would never hurt you, bitch. You just did." Literally. So you mean you would never hurt you hurt me unless you're drunk? So yeah. So we're we gonna talk about your alcohol. We're we gonna talk about your alcohol problem. Or? <laughs> yeah. Obviously not. Yeah. It's wild. She also ends up making up with Susie because 
Susie feels real bad for getting that uh, guy fired. And being a little racist. And being a little racist little fucking bitch. I mean, I don't, I mean, she's a small racist. Her racism is large. Her, her, her body is small. Yes. <laughs> so at some point, Susie's also helping them get yes. ready. Also, Johnny Castle helped a little bit too because he she was did. having she was having trouble letting him in, letting fucking Javier into her. Yeah, and he's behind tell, he's like, her wall. He thinks she's just scared, and then yeah. and she's like, "I'm not scared." And Patrick's Which is exactly, like, exactly that's exactly bad. what people who are scared say, right? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> no i'm Me? not <laughs> scared <laughs> i'm i've never been less scared <laughs> yeah so i think he i wasn't paying that much attention but i think he basically was like yeah you are if you're scared it means you can overcome it something yeah. like that they like dance and then yeah. she's not scared anymore <laughs> she's not scared anymore i mean that isn't that just <laughs> life though you just dance and you're not scared yeah Absolutely. So it's the day of the performance. She didn't think her parents were not supposed to be. It's called like the pal the palace. Was it called the palace? The palace. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't the plaza. I feel no, like that. I think it's the palace. So it's like Christmas Eve, and she thinks her parents are going to be like tucked really early into their beds and sleep. But no, they surprise the girls and they say, "Hey, we're going to the palace, and we're going to have dinner with my boss." And so they show up and Katie freaking out, obviously, because she's like, oh, shit, my parents are going to be in the audience. She's able to sneak away and find Javier, who's also freaking out nervous. And they make their way to the stage. Right? The dance floor. The music starts. They're like, oh, and now for the ballroom dance competition. And the mom is like, where's Katie? And Susie's like, just wait. Yeah. And... (laughs) I would say I don't that know too. How she sounds like that. She says it just like that. Just and then they dance, wait. and they're great. They're so much fun to watch. Um, Dude, they kiss on the middle of the dance they floor. They kiss. They straight up make out on the dance floor. But it's like obviously part of the dance. Like it works, and it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's not really like it cool. halts everything. Yeah, but it's, it's very much like, wow, you guys are going. Yeah, for they it. really kiss though, and obviously her mom, her parents are super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm the what's her face the boss the boss's wife super Mm -hmm. super uncomfortable for whatever reason i guess james is kind of finding amusement in the whole situation and Susie's like now katie's biggest fan yeah i mean rightfully so she's earned it yeah for sure so then javier and katie make it to the second round they're like the third finalist yeah to make it to the new year's eve show and she's everyone's very excited well they are very excited. No, everybody else is not very excited for them. <laughs> no, she has a huge fight with her parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she bails. After getting slapped by her mom. Her mom slaps her across the <laughs> fucking face. And then, so, so Wild. Katie's like, fuck this, I'm going to go hang out with Javier's mom. And she goes and hangs out with mm-hmm. Javier's mom. Yeah. And then... Stays there overnight, has a mm-hmm. nice moment with Javier, and she's she's talking. She's like, I don't think I want to go to college in six months. I yeah. want to. I have different dreams now. I love being here with you. I love dancing or whatever. And it's like, come on, girl, don't, babe. <laughs> You've known him for a couple of weeks. Babe, like, yeah, relax. Yeah, dancing is really fun, but like, come on, there are other guys. Um, <laughs> you're 18. You're relax. 18. <laughs> go to college. Like, yeah, for you in this time. Go to college. Yeah. 
You've got the resources. And you know what? She never actually has to make a decision because, well, revolution comes to Cuba. Exactly. So the whole thing was if they win the contest, then they get to go to America to dance there. And basically, I think she was talking about like moving his whole family there Mm -hmm. and they're all going to live together. Yeah. But she comes back home to her parents. Her parents welcome her back with open arms. Mm -hmm. And her mom's like, I can't condone you, your relationship with this boy, but... I totally condone dancing. I think you're wonderful. So they help her dance again. But at this final New Year's Eve dance. Yeah. Wildest last 10 minutes of a movie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, did we miss a part? They had they had sex at some point. I think they had sex after after the I think they had sex. Yeah, they had sex in one of those little cabana things the night of the first of the first no, 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 you're, you're, sorry, you're right. You're it's right. after this. It's after Castro becomes the new president. Yeah, in the middle of their dance, it gets interrupted by the literal revolution. The president or whoever was there, please. Yeah. Batiste? Batista. 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 He fled, so that means the Cuba is now owned by the Cubans, and y'all white folks need to get the fuck (laughs) out, is what that meant. Right. So that's what happens, and Mm -hmm. they didn't win the dance. (laughs) Yeah, nobody won. (laughs) But, and they're talking, and they're like, now what? And he's like, well, you're gonna have to leave. Yeah. They're not gonna let your dad's company stay around. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't want to leave anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, the only reason I wanted to leave was because of Batista, but he's right. gone. He's gone. So, so now I don't want to leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep my whole family here. Yeah. So they're sad, but they know they have to part. And it, is that when they, ha- they have sex? That's after when they, the they have sex. Well, before the, that before, yeah, before that conversation, they have sex when like the revolution has been declared. Yeah. <laughs> like we are the winners. And they're like, let's fuck as yeah. most people. Rightfully so. That's a great... I mean, you um, celebrate. You gotta celebrate Yeah, you gotta celebrate. By losing your virginity. Yeah. To a a boy you met in Cuba one Mm -hmm. summer. Yeah. I mean, as far as first-time stories go, that's actually not bad. Like, she's gonna be an old, old woman and be like, I remember when I lost my virginity. Dude. She's telling the story. It was 1958. Yeah, right? Exactly. (laughs) And I know this sounds horrible, but to me... Any first time that was fully consensual, mm. that's not that bad. Like, yeah. you got it. You lucked out. You're doing maybe. better than a lot of people. You're doing better than a lot of people. You're so right. You are so, so right. Uh, so, so she I has think to she leave. knocked it out of the park on this one. She did. She has sex and she gets to bow out gracefully. Right. Because, of course, she goes home and her, her parents are like, yeah, we're leaving. Yeah. And she's like, okay. But she never forgot that summer. No. She had one last dance with Javier at the Rosa Negra and they got to be the king and queen of the dance floor, which was like also a thing that was set up earlier that we didn't talk about. So they got to dance around and that's the credits. The credits And that's the whole credits. They're dancing. And it's also like, it's really funny because there's a bunch of white people in the club that night too, which I just thought was very funny. Because like her her. family's all there, (laughs) but it's also just like random people who were maybe at the hotel or something. Very... (laughs) It's very sus. I was like, I so, was there. so is it integration? Like, are we, <laughs> Yeah, like, we can finally be together now. It's that like I- Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Bringing them together. Yeah. This movie was fun. 
Yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It has a very memorable soundtrack in my head. Yes. I was thinking about that because it's not period music. Mm-mm. They use a lot of very 2004 music. Oh, yeah, very, very. They use the same song that later was Hips Don't Lie. Yes. <laughs> they, yes, they do. But it's like the, an, a previous version of the song. Yeah, it starts, It has like Maya or somebody singing on it, like a very 2000s. I thought, yeah, it's like Wyclef Jean and... I don't remember. Yeah, so it's just perfection the fucking it's literally perfect <laughs> i was um, dancing i was grooving i was doing little little dances while i folded my laundry <laughs> watching uh, this movie <laughs> i love that for you i was also dancing around yeah. <laughs> um specifically during the credits i was like oh this is like the it's very fun i love when white people can be changed <laughs> by our culture yeah yeah it's my favorite thing right um, historically, everybody knows this. I just love teaching white people about yeah, you do. culture. You have a really good class, and it's only five hundred bucks per, yeah. and no discounts. If yeah, you ask no me for a discount code, I actually charge you two hundred dollars more. It is a three week class, and the it's, last week is a test. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a three week class. You only meet once a week. Yeah. Yeah, it's five hundred dollars. But yeah, I do. I still, I obviously like this movie because Katie's not. She's one of the good ones, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, and she like genuinely. She's very naive. I mean, they paint her. It, it's actually quite remarkable that they were able to get an actress that so much reminded me of Jennifer Grey. Mm-hmm. in like the way that she spoke and the way that she like interacted with Javier. I was like, oh, they did a really good job on the casting for this, and. You know, she seems sincere, if a bit naive, right? Yeah. So I'm like, she's fine. She fell in love. I mean, listen, if I was 17, 18 in Cuba and I saw Diego Luna, mm-hmm. babe, game over. Babe, game fucking game over. over. I would lock that man down. Now, do I remember reading that this was based on a true story? <laughs> Nuh-uh, really? Okay, here we go. The film is an unrelated prequel slash reimagining of the 1987 blockbuster Dirty Dancing, reusing the same basic plot, mm-hmm. but transplanting it, blah, blah, blah. Then, no, then I not missed based it. On a this does not say it that anywhere. But I feel like it was based on somewhere I saw that it was based, based on, on true on, events. Here we go. AKA the revolution of Cuba. No. Havana Nights is based on an original screenplay by playwright and NPR host Peter Sagal, based on the real-life experience of producer Joanne Jansen, who lived in Cuba as a 15-year-old in 1958 to 59. Did she actually compete in dance? I do not believe so. (laughs) (laughs) The screenplay was to be a serious political romance story. Mm. Dropped all of that. Listen, Natalie Portman was offered the role of Katie Miller. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I would love to see that. I would watch it. Ramola Garai's first Hollywood film, and she repeatedly has cited the filming of the movie as being an extremely negative experience, which caused her to reevaluate working in Hollywood. Oh no. See, this is why I can't read the, I can't read trivia on this shit anymore. Because also Jennifer Grey didn't have a great time on the original. Messed up. Yeah, I guess they were mad that the actress wasn't skinny enough. 
And she, she was like, why didn't you just cast someone skinnier then? Yeah, dude. <laughs> she had, a she had curves, baby. Okay. Yeah, she was she filling those dresses out in all the right places. So. I like, she's got that cute little like innocent doll look. Mm-hmm. Pouty little, little baby doll look. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this, this movie. Like I said, yeah. if it were on TV in the background while I was, while I'm doing something else, I wouldn't change the channel. Wow. That's high yeah. praise. I think. <laughs> But then again, I don't watch TV like that, so. <laughs> What's that like? Yeah. Um, <laughs> can't relate. Yeah, this movie is cute. It is one of those things that, like, if it would have come on back in the day when cable was still a thing, I would have probably left. Like, if I was scrolling through channels and it came on, like, TNT, I'd probably leave it on. Yeah. Because it's fun. It's cute. There's some sexy dancing. There's some... High stakes political. No, uh, I, well, I wouldn't go that far. Political, it's civil unrest. The characters are not involved in it. In yeah, any way. it's a highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> the commentary on right. the uh, political system is just scathing. Okay, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. They really, they <laughs> it's a really masterclass took the man, <laughs> took the man down a peg with that one. Yeah, very subtle. Do you think you would ever enter a competition for no. anything? <laughs> I don't like to compete because I'm already the best. Uh, oh, okay. I like to give the hose a fighting chance. You know what I mean? Like, you can have that. Yeah. Because I have this. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't like competing, but it's because I get, I get worried about how competitive I'm being. Like, mm. I don't know what the right amount of competitive is. Yeah, but I think I'm better at it now. I still would rather not have to deal with it at all because yeah. I don't like the adrenaline rush of right. that. It's like very negative <laughs> it's for me. To the, it's to the point where we've been doing these these like trainings at work, mm-hmm. followed by like Kahoot quizzes. You know, it's like a oh, well. you know yeah the website where you you yeah. do it on your phone. You answer the quiz and and so everyone's competing and you get more points for doing it fast. And I'm a lot, I got gamer reflexes, you know, I'm Mm. faster than my coworkers. I've been destroying them at these Kahoot quizzes. Destroying. But now every time we go into one, I'm like, okay, well, I have to do really well. Because you set the bar. Because I set the bar. And today I got third place. I'm like, fucking third place. God. That's disrespectful. Yeah. (laughs) It's just embarrassing. It's kind of embarrassing for them, not for you. Right, because I wasn't paying attention to the trainings. That's why I didn't do well. (laughs) Nice. I just would love the idea that, like, this is the first time you've ever gotten third place in one of these Kahoot's quizzes, and your supervisor, like, pings you and is like, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. (laughs) How's everything going at home? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that being said, I think I would be too scared to enter a dance competition. (laughs) Same. Especially, like, a very formal one i mean it's technically well it's technically a ballroom competition i'm not saying you have to enter a ballroom dance competition any competition competition no absolutely not no i hate something you're really good at you know i don't think i would do reading i don't know even i'm i'm not even i'm not that fast so i'm not that fast you just like doing it (laughs) i just like it stop making it a competition it takes the joy out of it really does what i was going to say is i did i mention this in last week's or any of the previous episodes, but like my toxic trait is that when there are two siblings, uh, an older sibling and a younger sibling, and they are at odds about something, 
in my brain, the older sibling is always right. Mm -hmm. And simply it's because of science. That's just scientifically correct. (laughs) The older sibling knows more than the younger sibling. How dare they question their authority. But in this particular instance, you have the whole back and forth between Katie and Susie where Susie's just trying to like fit in with these asshole girls. And because of that, like someone's actual livelihood got taken away from them. Right. And I just wanted to punch her in her face, <laughs> like very hard because she was being such a little bitch about it. <laughs> like, yeah. To be fair. Yes. Yeah, she's a child. Who cares? I don't care. Still racist. She little wasn't bitch. that young. Dude. She was at least 15. She was being a little psychopath about it. Dude. For sure. And she was like, well, he shouldn't have been there. And it's like, bitch, I'll punch you. So yeah, I will always side with the older sibling, except in the case of the original Dirty Dancing, in which Mm -hmm. case Baby is the younger sibling and her sister was trash. So yeah, that's the only case. Every other time, it's the older sibling. Except me and my older brother. Well, I don't know your older brother. So of course, you're always right. Thank you. In my mind, you don't have siblings. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really disagree with my older brother a lot. We have different yeah. expertise. Yeah, he's like an engineer. He's very smart. He's an astrobiologist. <laughs> it was something fancy. I knew it was something yeah, that yeah. you needed a lot he's of brains He's an astronomer for. and astrobiologist. Mm, an astrologer. Uh, That's what I heard. No. He's an astrologer. <laughs> he's very anti-astrology. So no. maybe you do think I'm right in so that maybe, relationship. Yeah. Yes, 100%. 100%. Well, do, uh, to wrap it all up. I would be very happy if that if the story of my life where I lost my virginity during this great dance competition mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Cuba with a nice young man with a nice Mexican American boy. <laughs> he's or no, he's just Mexican, Cuban. not Mexican American. Yeah, <laughs> a Cuban in this boy. Movie. Yeah, and I liked that movie. Yeah, it's very fun. There's a lot of fun dancing. I do like the music, the fact that it's a more, you know, contemporary kind of vibe. 10 out of 10. Maybe not 10 out of 10. Maybe like 8 out of 10, but still fun. The music takes it from being a period piece about 1958 to being a period piece about it being made in 2004. (laughs) Yes, you're so right. And with that. 2004 is a great year. If you want to hear more, well, I don't know what you would hear. If you want to see more posts from us. Follow us on social media at The Rom Complex. That's on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Hell yeah. And we also have an email address. And if you want to chat with us and be our friends, send us an email. TheRomComplex at gmail.com. I know you guys are already our friends, but if you want to be more our friends, you can totally shoot us an email. Do it. Do it. Or come on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the ROM complex. Right after this, we're going to record some mini episodes Ooh. that we're releasing on Patreon. We already have a bunch of them up there. And we're just doing more. That's patreon.com slash the ROM complex. And if you're a $10 patron, we'll talk about how much we like you. Catherine W., there was a time we went to the fair together. And I had so much fun. <laughs> Nicole J, darlinghomebody.com. I like your art so much that I ordered my friend's birthday present from your site. Yeah. Wow. These are such kind things that you're saying to our $10 patrons. So yeah. guys, subscribe because then you get these kind things spoken about you on our podcast. But more than money, more than fame, <laughs> we just want you to remember to keep falling in love. With yourselves. Bye. Bye.
Okay, owl. 